WNYC Studios is supported by Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, it's Latte from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Welcome to NYC Now, your source for local news in and around New York City. From WNYC. It's Monday, July 3rd. Here's the midday news from Lance Lucky. Mayor Eric Adams is again criticizing the governor of Texas for sending thousands of migrants to New York City over the last year. He says it's part of a coordinated effort to undermine cities led by black mayors. We are being hoodwinked right now. We're being bamboozled. We're being duped into believing that this is happening by accident. I think this is a well-orchestrated plan. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has bused migrants to Chicago and Los Angeles, which also have black mayors. Adams was speaking over the weekend dur during a panel for mayors hosted by Essence magazine. He made similar comments about Abbott back in May. The Texas governor pushed back on the accusation, saying migrants were sent to the cities they chose. An investigation continues after a 14-year-old boy drowned in the Rockaways yesterday. Officials say they responded to a 911 call near Beach 76th Street about 6 p.m. The Parks Department says lifeguards had closed the beach about an hour earlier because of thunder and lightning. The teen, whose identity wasn't released, was pulled out of the water by the NYPD and another beachgoer and taken to a nearby hospital where he was pronounced dead. Attorneys general from 10 states, including New York and New Jersey, plan to sue the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. They say the EPA's failure to review and ensure emission standards for residential wood-burning stoves has allowed the continued sale of appliances that unduly worsen pollution. The states say that means programs encouraging people to trade in older stoves and other wood-burning appliances, such as forced air furnaces, have not been working to improve air quality. The EPA declined to comment. 82 right now, near 88 later and quite humid. That could bring some showers later in the afternoon and maybe heavy thunderstorms. Independence Day tomorrow, partly sunny and a chance of showers. Everybody's got a story about a piece of music. I thought this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. It's about pure experience, pure connection, pure joy. This song allowed me to survive. I'm Terrence McKnight with a new season of The Open Ears Project. Every Monday, in under 20 minutes, you'll hear a different guest share their story. So you can start your week on the right note. Listen wherever you get podcasts. For WNYC, I'm Michael Hill. The plan to redesign a dangerous Brooklyn Boulevard is facing backlash from a campaign that may not be what it appears. 
Multiple people have died or been hurt in the last decade on McGinnis Boulevard in Greenpoint. But when the Department of Transportation recently proposed new safety measures, the move was met by an aggressive campaign against it from a group with ties to one politically connected family. Reporter Gwen Hogan has been following the story for the news site The City and joins us now. Let's back up a little bit here. So there's this treacherous roadway. DOT came up with a plan to make it safer. Explain what happened next. Right. So they want to reduce this four-lane highway, this Robert Moses era street that sort of serves as a shortcut between highways down to two lanes and add protected bike lanes. Um, but shortly after their uh, their proposal came out in early May, we saw this sort of re- uh, renewed campaign from this group called Keep McGinnis Moving. And since May, there have been billboards and signs that are going up, robocalls, texts. People are getting mailers sent to their homes sort of far away from McGinnis Boulevard. And as I started to look into this effort to block these bike lanes, I was able to find this connection to the Argentos. Basically, there's a list of about 180 businesses who opposed the street redesign that was on their website. And I was able to trace about a third of these companies back to the, the Argento family. You found almost two-thirds of the companies behind the group keep McGinnis moving were tied to a single family. Who are they? Right. So so the Argentos, like I mentioned, this is uh, siblings, Tony and Gina. Um, they own this company, Broadway Stages, which has been in Greenpoint since the 1990s. They own dozens of sound stages in Greenpoint and Long Island City big proponents of the film industry there, sort of brought the film industry, put it on the map in Greenpoint. Uh, Gina is on the community board. She sits on the transportation committee. She's also a board member on the Brooklyn Chamber of Commerce. They're longtime donors to Eric Adams, dating back to his time in the borough president's office. And their concerns about the bike lane seem to go to the pro- that they're they're fearing that it will slow down their trucks that are sort of coming in and out of the industrial business zone that's right there. Why is this one family able to have this level of influence? Well, you know, they're helping to to back this campaign. It's not a traditional political campaign. They're not lobbying elected officials in the traditional sense, so there aren't, you know, financial filings of what they're spending. They're lobbying the public. Um, And there's not, as far as I'm aware, a reporting requirement to disclose how much is being spent here. Um, But this campaign, it's clear that it is resonating sort of beyond just this one family. I was at this jam-packed town hall meeting uh, at one of their sound stages last week, hundreds of attendees. And a lot of the concerns that I heard are sort of, they're sort of being overlaid onto anxiety about neighborhood change and gentrification um, that, you know, a lot of legitimate concerns that do exist there, but sort of ones that extend far beyond what the possible changes or not changes at Guinness Boulevard could have. And I will say after that sort of town hall style meeting where people opposed it, there was a subsequent march of people who say they support the safety design. They took the street, McGinnis Boulevard, and marched along it. Um, You know, it's clear that this is becoming sort of a political lightning rod in the neighborhood where arguments are spilling out onto the streets. Gwen, quickly here, what happens next? So the DOT says it's finalizing its plan and taking into all the community feedback they've heard while they're doing that. Their plan was to begin implementing the changes as soon as this summer. So we'll be watching that. Um, There's also the threat of a potential lawsuit. So we'll have to watch that as well and see how that plays out. 
Gwen, keep us up to date on this, please. Gwen Hogan is a reporter with the news site, The City. Gwen, always good to talk to you. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for listening. This is NYC Now from WNYC. Be sure to catch us every weekday, three times a day, for your top news headlines and occasional deep dives. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. More this evening 